Hello, I'm Renee San Miguel, and this is Science Matters, the podcast of the Georgia Tech College of Sciences. He is one of the most celebrated professors ever to work at Georgia Tech, with research that spans 60 years. Mustafa El Sayed has won just about every major award in the field of chemistry. Since joining Georgia Tech in 1994, he's brought honor to the Institute with his work in both spectroscopy, the study of how matter interacts with light and other types of radiation, and nanoscience, the study of phenomena on the nanometer scale. A nanometer is one billionth of a meter. One of the greatest accolades for the Regents Professor and Julius Brown Chair in the School of Chemistry and Biochemistry happened in 2007 at the White House. The 2007 National Medal of Science to Mustafa A. Al-Sayed for his seminal contributions to our understanding of the electronic and optical properties of nanomaterials and to their applications in nanocatalysis and nanomedicine. His humanitarian efforts in promoting the exchange of ideas and his role in developing the scientific leadership of tomorrow. That's from a video of El Sayed receiving the National Medal of Science from then-President George W. Bush during an Oval Office ceremony. The video is recorded by the National Medal of Science, Technology, and Innovation Foundation, which also prepared a brief biographical video for the occasion, touting the highlights of El Sayed's career. Mostafa El Sayed has contributed to an astonishing array of research areas, with the common theme of how light impacts the smallest particles. I work in uh, spectroscopy, that is interaction of light with molecules. And uh, that's exactly what I do up till now even. And uh, it was wonderful to move in all different directions with it. El Sayed's work in spectroscopy is so influential that this branch of science has the El Sayed rule, which governs how electrons behave during photochemical transitions. If you're studying spectroscopy, you'll probably find it in your textbook. El Sayed's legacy in spectroscopy and nanoscience also brought him the American Chemical Society's greatest honor, the Priestley Medal, in 2016. He won that at the age of 82. Longtime subscribers to the Journal of Physical Chemistry may know that he was editor-in-chief of that publication for 24 years. Under his leadership, the journal split into two sections to accommodate the rapid growth of research in the field. So now you know that Mustafa El Sayed is indeed a celebrated professor and researcher. At Georgia Tech, he became a pioneer in nanoscience and forged a new path in studying how materials manifest new properties as they shrink to the nanometer scale. His latest research involves the combination of gold nanoparticles and infrared light to heat and destroy cancer cells. What you may not know about El Sayed is that his work to treat cancer has special meaning for him. In 2004, El Sayed's wife, Janice, died of the disease. The enemy is cancer. Because not her, because I seen it in person to her. So billions of people see it in their family. I get email every day. In the early 1990s, Mustafa and Janice were finishing up a successful 37-year run at UCLA. That was where he and his research team established the El Sayed rule. And Janice was getting homesick. She's from Florida. Mm -hmm. I promised her that after we finish here, we'll go to 
Florida, close go to back to the family. southeast, <laughs> close to her family, and have a real relaxation. Mm -hmm. But then, meanwhile, I start reading a little bit nanotechnology, and it, my God, it's very interesting to do new things, you know. Mm -hmm. Around the same time, Georgia Tech had just established a fully separate College of Sciences and was looking for top researchers to call it home. You know, Georgia Tech, when I came here, science was not done at all. It was all engineering, because they were very good at it. And they did beautiful work, still are, you know. What, what Georgia Tech did told me, we'll give you the money you want. Oh, ah, I can buy all the equipment for nanotechnology. El Sayed quickly agreed. He continued his spectroscopy research and also began building a nanoscience research team. We were using properties of nanoparticles. Mm -hmm. I came here to do nanotechnology. Size, shape, this metal versus uh, uh, solid other things. But as we cut it, cut it to that small size, what the change of the properties are. Mm -hmm. and, it, and as you dec decrease it more and more, the property itself is changing. Mm -hmm. So we are in a, in a world that it gives us many properties for many material, metals or semiconductor material or anything. Once you cut it to this narrow size, the property is different. The motion of the electron differs. Mm -hmm. He and his researchers soon began looking at how various metals could interact with specific light frequencies to cause changes at the cellular level, which could have medical applications. Again, here's the National Medal of Science, Technology, and Innovation video from 2007. El Sayed is also investigating how the interaction of particles with laser light can provide long-sought medical advances. In terms of the biology end of things, of course, all the functions are at the nanoscale. The components of the cells, all of them, every one of them is at nanoscale. So uh, if you try to change the function of a cell or enhance it or kill it or whatever you want to do with it, you have to have something of the same scale. As his professional life continued to yield scientific results, he and his wife came to treasure their time in the South close to her family. We had a wonderful 10 years. Mm -hmm. My kids, every summer, we had our close in the South here in different places and all of them come here and they get to know their family and it was wonderful, yeah, yeah. In the late 1990s, Janice was diagnosed with breast cancer. El Sayed saw firsthand the effects of the disease on a loved one, as well as the limitations of existing treatments. He began to research possible medical applications for his nanoscience research, thanks in part to his wife's physician at Emory University Hospital. I started reading, and, and her, her doctor was wonderful. She was in, in, at Emory, mm -hmm. and um, she knew that I wanted to know told her we're getting into this field and they and every time she took time get me papers to give it to me to read as ask her question so I always in talks I give her credit because she was my teacher I never knew anything about medicine you know <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing yeah, yeah the fact that you knew someone who was going through this and 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 so that did impact the direction of your research oh I would never have gone in medicine if, if, if she was not sick absolutely it was frustrating for Mustafa to see Janice endure chemotherapy, one of the traditional ways doctors treat cancer, along with surgery and radiation. Chemotherapy is very complicated treatment, and it worked for a little bit. My, my wife used it three, four months; doesn't work anymore. Mm -hmm. And so, so uh, and terrible. It really affects the patient quite a bit. 
Despite progress in the nanomedicine research, El Sayed's work was still in its early stages. I could not do anything for him. Janice died in 2004. Mustafa pressed on with his research, this time joined by his son Ivan, then a cancer surgeon at the University of California in San Francisco Medical Center. Father and son and El Sayed's research team started focusing on gold as their metal of choice for killing cancer cells. That is when we, we start showing that, uh, first of all, uh, you can, we, we, how we can add the gold nanoparticle to go and bind only to cancer cells. In early work to make the gold nanorods bind only to cancer cells, El Sayed covered the nanoparticles with cancer cells seeking molecules. Leaving the healthy cells alone, only to the cancer cells. And all what you have to know, what are the chemicals on the surface of the, of the cancer cell? Mm -hmm. And you find a chemical that's known to bind to it. It's not, as a, not a big thing, you know. Mm -hmm. And we tried this and boy, it did. But more important, once we, this can, in the beginning, we can use it to identify if the blood has cancer or not. Mm -hmm. Take the, the patient and take some of the blood and solution and, and you add some solution of gel nanorod, but on it we attach molecules that loves to bind to the cover of the gold nanoparticle. Mm -hmm. And they go there and they, oh, they stuck together. <laughs> <laughs> and Chem that's the binding, chemistry. which is a basic chemical uh, uh, process. Exactly, exactly. And then you take it under a microscope, sim simple student microscope, you shine light. The gold nanorod has ability to scatter the light like heck. Hmm. So, so if you hit weak light, you've got brilliant light coming back at you. Okay. And that means it is surrounding the cancer cell. So you see the whole image of the cancer cell. Later studies showed that it was not necessary to attach cancer cell-seeking molecules to the gold nanorods. Now the gold nanorods they use in experiments are just treated to remain stable in solution. El Sayed told me how he envisions treatment would ensue with human patients. Keep in mind, none of this has been tested in humans. This potential cancer treatment still needs more work and rigorous testing. When it is very, very small and we make it in a shape, a cylinder shape, and, and they have it in solution, and then we inject the solution in the breast. Suppose the breast has the cancer. Mm -hmm. We inject in the breast everywhere, and then expose the breast now to light that goes through the human body, mm -hmm. the near-infrared light. It goes inside, this little nanoparticle absorbs this light and becomes hot potatoes, really hot, mm -hmm. melts everything around it. All the cells there just melt away. However, the treatment has been tested on mice in partnership with scientists at Emory University. Results show promise in destroying cancer cells. El Sayed's team learned something else in its most recent research, and it wrote about that in a 2017 study. The heat from near-infrared light scattering around gold nanorods kept cancer cells from spreading to other healthy tissue. Because the heat melts away their legs. It's their legs that direct them. Go this way, go this way. And then inside also, there are long proteins. The heat breaks it into smaller protein. Therefore, the long protein that used to change its shape and give energy to the cell is not there anymore. Mm -hmm. So the cell cannot get energy from its own protein because it's gone, it's melting away. The number of people that die of cancer 
is huge. Mm-hmm. Is huge. And the problem is, there is no hope for it. Once they get it, it just keeps moving from one place to the other. The good thing about this method, it cannot move from one place to the other. Thanks to El Sayed's contacts with researchers at Cairo University, two teams in Egypt, his native country, are now testing the gold nanorods in dogs and cats with cancer. He hopes that human testing will begin soon. We, we have to be careful. We haven't tried on human yet. On animals, it does not move, but it might be in human, something else can happen, I don't know. Yeah. And the human is different than mice and cats and dogs, horses, we don't, on horse and camels. <laughs> camels Horse. doesn't get it anyway. Yeah. Camels doesn't get cancer, actually, anyway. Camels but, don't get yeah, cancer. Yeah, they don't get cancer. <laughs> Here's something that cancer researchers know, but many of us might not. Certain animals have an abundance of a particular cancer-fighting gene, so they either rarely get the disease or not at all. Elephants, naked mole rats, and camels are part of this group. Somehow camels have been blessed by God, I guess. I did not know. Word of El Sayed's research has reached far and wide. His office has been swamped with messages from people who either have cancer or have a loved one with the disease. El Sayed thinks of whom he has lost to cancer and is determined to see this research through to its conclusion. I get, I get a lot of emails from all over. Now, but until we really do it on human, we really have to be careful. I mean, we have to, uh, to devise the best method for the human. Okay. And, uh, and, and also we have to be careful because can, cancer can be in a place where it is hidden. We cannot get to it with the gold nanoparticles or the light. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot of work need to be done by the physicists and people that know how to handle light inside the body. And they've been working on this quite a bit, actually. El Sayed is impressed with early results from other experimental cancer treatments such as immunotherapy, which uses the body's own immune system to target and destroy cancer cells. Nevertheless, he is betting on gold nanoparticles because of their early promise in keeping the disease from spreading. Besides, cancer treatment needs as many tools as scientists like El Sayed can offer. His goal now is to take his cancer-killing gold nanoparticles through rigorous human testing. I thank Mustafa El Sayed for sharing his professional and personal stories with me. We also thank the National Medal of Science, Technology and Innovation Foundation for allowing us to use audio from their 2007 videos celebrating National Medal of Science winners. Cyan Joe, formerly a research associate in the School of Psychology, composed our theme music. This is Science Matters, the podcast of the Georgia Tech College of Sciences. I'm Renee San Miguel. Thank you for listening.